Lil Desperandum presents The Bookshelf. Hello and welcome to The Bookshelf. This time it's Murder. The Unpleasantness at the Bologna Club by Dorothy L. Sayers. First published in 1928, this novel has remained in print ever since. The copy I hold is a 2003 Hodder and Staunton paperback. The novel has also been adapted for television, and that version can be found on DVD. Sayers was one of the first female graduates of Oxford, a classicist, a single mother, a feminist, and an Anglican thinker. In other words, a woman of a complex life, intelligent and strong-willed. Her novels reflect this. In other hands, her main character, Lord Peter Deathbreeden Whimsy, younger son of the Duke of Denver, would be a complete caricature, and sometimes he does drift in one-dimensional waters, but there's always a spark of something else in him. Someone more interesting than just another fop in a monocle. The Bologna Club is a murder mystery with no corpse. In fact, the first hint that anyone might have been murdered crops up on page 153, more than halfway through the novel. The story begins with a relatively straightforward problem in logic. General Fentiman is dead. His rich sister may or may not have predeceased him. If she died before he, then by the terms of her will, his sons are extremely rich. If he before she, then her daughter gets the lion's share. The timing is so very tricky, and the evidence one way or the other so lacking, that even Lord Peter thinks a settlement rather than an investigation would be better policy. However, no one is inclined to compromise, so Lord Peter is brought in to decide the issue. Unlike many another crime novelist, Sayers does not cheat. All the information the reader needs to discover the solution for themselves is presented. However, the novel is complex enough that while most readers will solve some of the mystery, few will deduce it all until the final moments when Lord Peter beards the murderer in his den at the Bologna Club. I think what attracts me about this book, and Sayers's crime career, is the strong moral line Sayers takes. Often in the detective business it's taken for granted that crime is wrong, detectives are good, and black and white the only colours in the spectrum. Criminals exist to get caught, not because they have agendas of their own, and the detectives seldom question their own assumptions. That's fine as far as the plot goes, but it doesn't tell you much beyond who done it. That's not so here. Sayers' heroes question themselves all the time, and there are far more than two colours on her palette. Frequently, Wimsley wonders whether helping the police catch the criminal is the right thing to do. In one of the short stories, he even lets the guilty party get away with it. Moreover, while crime may be wrong, Sayers points out that the victim often is no saint. You'll never catch Whimsy proclaiming, as Hercule Poirot does, that he does not approve of murder. He neither approves nor disapproves. He uses his own judgment and always remembers that the world can be a cruel place. Consider this extract. It is doubtful which occurrence was more disagreeable to the senior members of the Bologna Club the death of General Fentiman, in their midst, or the indecent neurasthenia of his grandson. Only the younger men felt no sense of outrage, they knew too much. Dick Challoner, known to his intimates as Tin Tummy Challoner, owing to the fact that he had been fitted with a spare part after the Second Battle of the Somme, took the gasping Fentiman away into the library for a stiffener. The club secretary hurried in, in his dress certain trousers, the half-dried lava still sticking to his jaws. After one glance, he sent an agitated waiter to see if Dr. Penbithy was still in the club. 
Colonel Marchbank slid a large handkerchief over the rigid face in the armchair and remained quietly standing. A little circle formed about the edge of the hearthrug, not quite certain what to do. The story shows layers within layers. Yes, there's a corpse. That can almost be taken for granted in a murder mystery. Yet there is also a Bologna club named after the Roman goddess of war. Bologna's mock temples would have been a favourite feature of 19th century formal gardens, and here is Colonel Marchbanks, for whom the Crimea is still the war. The Boer War found him too old to serve. Yet here, too, is Tin Tummy Chaloner, who knows too much, as does General Fentiman's hysterical grandson. There's a second story going on underneath the first, almost invisible, a mournful discussion of war and its aftermath and the changes it has wrought on the 19th century values, epitomised by the Bologna Club. The world looks on, not knowing what to do, yet knowing something must be done, which is rather a lot of ground for a throwaway paragraph in the earlier part of the novel to cover, yet there it is. Now, pros and cons. Pro 1. This is a breezy, almost cheerful novel, with a very intelligent story working away behind the scenes. Often it can be difficult to feel really in sympathy with crime novels, what with their bodies and libraries and locked-room conundrums that want a degree in engineering and a willing suspension of disbelief to dissolve. Uh, not so here. Though the setting may be upper-class England, the problem is refreshingly simple, exercise in logic, and wholly believable. Pro 2. The characters are well drawn, and it's easy to sympathise with their problems. This is a character study. To understand the solution, you need to grasp the motivations. Sayers portrays each of them intelligently and sympathetically. Con 1. This is an English novel. There are plot points here that may be unintelligible to people who weren't raised in England. The attitudes of some of the characters may also be a little obscure, and the whole concept of a titled dilettante who chooses to spend his off-hours investigating crime, his manservant riding shotgun, is a very English ideal. The best recommendation I can give you is this. Here is an entertaining story with an undercurrent of intelligent drama. Yes, it's a crime novel, but it doesn't stop it being a crime novel. Often when reading genre fiction of whatever type, it's difficult to imagine what the characters do when they're not hip-deep in murders or orcs or vampires. With Sayers, there's no doubt that the characters inhabit a world that is larger than they are, and in which they operate as functional people. That's it from me. Have a good one. Nil Desperandum is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Editor and publisher is Jim Phillips. Audio production in cooperation with the Bear Crawling Nation. Engineer Hugh Morrison. And executive producer, Charles McFall. <laughs>